Ready? Okay. Boopers. Welcome everyone back to the Flow Podcast. Uh, my name is Joel Hart, and I'm thrilled today to be here, the special guest. And uh, usually, as always, it's it's a good friend of mine, and today is no exception. Uh, with my guest, uh, Mr. Javier uh, or Ororica. <laughs> I always try to roll the R and get the authenticity there. Um, he can he can correct me on how to pronounce his last name, but uh, everyone that knows him probably knows him as Javi um, or Hobbs if you if we're really close. <laughs> um, but I'm excited today, uh, as always, just to have a uh, apostolic conversation uh, with an individual who I went to Bible college with. Uh, I believe this is a man of God and a man of prayer. And so we are going to just uh, dive in and do our best to go with the flow. And so, uh, Javi, welcome to welcome to the flow. Thanks, man. I'm excited to be here uh, on the Flow Podcast. I remember when you first started it. I think Andre was your first uh, <laughs> first guest, and he told me a little bit about it, and I was like, man. It'd be cool to be on there. And here we are today, <laughs> a couple of years later. I think it's been two years maybe yeah. um, that you've had this, but I'm believe. I know, right? Um, what I'm I'm excited to just be a little part of it and whatnot. So thank you for having me, man. Yeah, of course, dude. I've been honestly I've I've wanted to I th- I feel like I even mentioned it a while uh, probably a year ago, but I've I've wanted to have you have you on and have a conversation for for a long time and uh just my personally my consistency with the planning and the preparation side of the podcast has been lacking so we're working on that and we're making it happen we're here so thank you again so if you've if you've read the the title um hopefully it's done its job and has it piqued your interest if you're a listener uh and it may change a little bit from from what we have written down now but uh today we're going to talk about uh, potential, and me and Javi been we've been talking about this for a couple days now, and just some different things that have been going on in in our lives personally that we might touch on and and reference. Um, but one of those things specifically is when it comes to to potential and knowing that there's a potential for for something something to happen uh, or a change or whatever it may be there's oftentimes the the risk of what we're calling um, paralysis, the potential for paralysis. Uh, and I kind of had a funny title. It was avoiding the potential paralysis of potential. <laughs> so when you know that you have a potential in a certain area, not allowing yourself to freeze up and uh, just stop doing all the things that you know you should be doing and you just you just kind of become idle waiting for that potential thing to happen and uh, that's it's easy to do something that um as me and Javi have been talking both of us have have experienced and so um i'm gonna i'm going to turn it to him here in a moment to kind of define what uh how he would define uh, paralysis of potential or <laughs> whatever we're gonna call it um but so I, I did some some studying here. I'm I'm gonna kind of give uh, just lay a quick foundation of of potential. So of course, first thing I did was search the scripture for the word potential, <laughs> and uh, didn't didn't find it in there. But there's so many ideas that came to mind, which we'll begin to talk about of of how potential is a is a biblical concept. 
Uh, and one of the words that I found that was pretty cool actually was um, when I was searching for potential, it brought up this word uh, in the Greek that means gold. And the way it was is used is is in the um, the purchasing power of that gold, and that that purchasing power is the um, it's the ability to to purchase something. So it's the it's the potential that you have to acquire something or purchase something uh, when you have gold. So keep that in mind. Uh, you know, money can can be a potential because it can lead to many things. Um, so then kind of the uh, dictionary definition of potential is having or showing the capacity to become or develop into something in the future. Uh, and that's, that's the adjective form. And then the noun form of potential is uh, it's a dormant quality um, or qualities or abilities uh, that may be developed and lead to future success or usefulness. So I think most people can relate with that. Something that they know is there that's this potential. So kind of kicking it to you uh, here, Javi, for for your personal uh, experience. And just as we've been thinking about this and developing this, uh, how would you how would you define um, either potential in and of itself or or the full idea of uh, potential paralysis? <laughs> um, for myself, I would say that potential, uh, There's, I feel like you could give a bunch of different um, definitions because, I mean, we all have our own stories and our own different things that we go through in life. So for me, potential might mean one thing, but for somebody else, it might mean the other. Um, yeah. But your definition was like really spot on. And um, for myself, you know, hearing what you had to say about potential, the capacity to become or develop um, for yeah. myself, I would say the ability to become, mm -hmm. um, especially because every single one of us, um, you and myself, um, whoever's going to listen to this, pretty much every single person in this world was born with potential um, to become something great, whatever it may be. Um, and it doesn't just have to be spiritual. Um yeah. It could be, you know, in your workplace, you know, you have this ability inside of you to want more, right? And so for me, the a definition of potential for myself would be the ability to become, um, and obviously paralysis, you know, if you've ever dealt with paralysis, sleep paralysis, you know, yeah. you wake up in the middle of the night and you feel like you can't move mm -hmm. and put it into perspective of potential, you know you feel like you have this great ability to become something. Um, but sometimes you get stuck in the moment or in the feeling of, man, I don't think I can do this. That's the very same thing as, you know, when you're sleeping and you're trying to move around, trying to get up, you feel <laughs> like, you know, whatever's going on. And so for me, uh, the paralysis of potential would be being stuck in the ability to become. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's good. So one of the one of the notes I had here and is uh, regarding the life of of Joseph and Scripture and something we can we can maybe talk about. Um, so I had I had a note that um, our idea of potential and it's it's pretty cool because when I was looking at the definition, uh, one of the kind of synonyms or similar words. Uh, for potential, it was it was promise, and and I thought that was pretty cool because I had kind of seen that in scripture before looking at just the Webster's dictionary <laughs> definition, and this the thought I had was how um, potential is often tied it's tied to promise, especially promises from the Lord uh, that us as as Christians we we hold on to because we know that. A promise is is like a seed uh, that, in his time, is going gonna gonna flourish. And so, in, regarding Joseph, um, that seed it seemed like it had become dormant. And I I think that's kind of what, uh, in a way, we're trying to we're gonna try to talk about and and deal with here is is when you know that you have whether it's a promise, a word from the Lord, a dream, however you define it. 
um, something that makes you aware of your potential? Um, how do you deal with the the feelings like like no doubt that Joseph had? How do you deal with those feelings of um, of that sleep paralysis type of thing where where you feel stuck in your current situation? Um, and just real quick for for myself, like what I've often struggled with is um, constantly only looking to the future, and so not living. Uh, to the fullness of my ability in the present. And mm. that kind of brings about some some of this kind of paralysis or dormance. Uh, and so I, I know for you, you you have a lot of um, you know personal things and s- some things I even came to mind in thinking about you that I, I thought to ask. but um, for you, how how have you in, in your current season, of life, um, you know, post Bible college, you've been done with school for a year and kind of in a, maybe a middle season or season of wondering what's next. How, how have you dealt with the, um, the understanding that there's a potential there, but not knowing when it's going to happen? Oh man. Uh, there's a lot to say with that. Um, I'll, first I'll say something about Joseph is like looking at his life, everything that he went through, even before being, you know, locked up in a dungeon, um, you know, that I'm pretty sure he felt already that his brothers were going to betray him. And yet he still trusted, you know, he, he knew what was to come in his life. He didn't know when it was going to come. He didn't, he didn't know what he was going to have to go through. Um, but yet he trusted and he was patient. And, and in spite of everything he went through, um, he held on. And so, yeah. um, you know, coming out of Bible college, I'm sure you felt this too. You know, I'm sure every single uh, Bible college student feels this when they're, when they're done with um, college. Hey man, I'm ready for, I'm ready for ministry. Yeah. You know, God's the doors are about to open. I, I completed four years. Uh, we had so many prayer meetings. God just completely wrecked my life. He tore it all apart. <laughs> And he built it back up in four years. And so, you know, as soon as I'm done, full-time evangelist, assistant pastor, <laughs> um, and, and, you know, all these, you know, the five-fold ministry, you know, that's what yeah. ma- majority of students have in their mind. Um, but the reality of it is, it's not, I, I won't say for everyone, because there are some students, um, you know, that go to Bible college and do come out and go full-time ministry. But for the majority of them, of us, um, that's not the reality. And so a lot of us face this very thing that we're talking about today. Um, and But for myself, how did I deal with it? Um, first, I came home and it was kind of hard because um, I had a brand new pastor and mm-hmm. I didn't really know him that well. And um, we had talked and, you know, um, I was like, he was asked me what I felt, you know, was going to happen in my life. And I was like, I really feel called um, to the evangelistic field. And to be honest, the first thing he said, he's like, Hey man, I'll help you get there. And <laughs> I was going on tour. Um, and so I was like, okay, I'm going on tour. I'll have these connections. And when I was trying to figure things out in my flesh. Right. right. And, um, and I had remember what my pastor said, you know, come home and I'll help you get ready. And, <laughs> you know, you're going to be an evangelist. I, you know, he pretty much confirmed it. And so in my mind, I had this thinking of, man, once I'm done with tour, I'm going to go home. I'm going to get licensed and right away, you know, I'm going to start evangelizing, Right. you know, and, and a year later, my life is completely different. You know, <laughs> I still, you know, feel that I, I will someday evangelize, but in this season that I am in right now, I've had to completely trust God. Um, and give everything to him um, right. to avoid that paralysis um, of being stuck in my potential, you know, um, because I know for myself, there is uh, some things that I know is going to happen. You know, sometimes you see the will of God is like being very clear and sometimes it's fuzzy, you know, because yeah. you see the parameter of it, but you don't see the fullness of what it is that you're going to do and so i see some of the things clearly of of what i'm going to do and some of them are a little uh fuzzy and so avoiding that 
I've gotten close to my pastor. I've had his voice in my life. I, I've kept him close. I've let him speak into my life. Um, I've had to learn how to uh, take the response. No, you're not ready for that. <laughs> yeah. um, and I've realized in the year's time that what my pastor meant um, by, hey, I'm going to get you ready for that was he's <laughs> got to groom me. There's some things that not only is he got to groom me, but there's some things still that I deal with that God's got to get out of me, you know, um, before I can even step into that ministry that God has for me. And not to say that I'm not in ministry right now, because I am doing ministry with my local church. Yeah. Um, right. And, you know, that's a whole nother story. And I'll talk to you about that a little bit. But yeah. that's only like I said, that was the, the fuzziness that I seen in the will <laughs> of God. You know, that wasn't the clear thing that I saw in a, in a sense of evangelizing. But mm. so to answer your question, uh, how how have I kept from avoiding the potential of paralysis or the paralysis of potential? I've kept my pastor close to me. You know, mm, he's the first voice that I listen to, you know, not only whenever we're, we're there at the church on a weekday, but when he's preaching, I, I'm listening to the words, I'm taking notes, um, I'm studying his preaching, you know, <laughs> sometimes yeah, my pastor yeah. is being he's in pastor mode sometimes he's in evangelistic mode and recently i've seen him uh, operate in the prophetic you know and so right. to see those wow. things it's helped me um stay um still in this moment and you know waiting on god for his perfect timing to avoid that um paralysis and i'll say this last thing because you know, i can talk forever but um helping you know um, avoid that ha has also come with um, a bunch of trials, you know, mm -hmm. um, it's kept me on my feet. And so that's just kind of my personal experience in, in a sense of the spiritual aspect, you know, there's a lot of things that I've gone through in life as well. And just in life, you know, um, growing up and whatnot, high school, making decisions, um, all this can bleed into any uh, area of life. And so that would be my uh, input. That's good. Yeah, that's, that's so good. I love, I love the emphasis there that you, that you said and, and what you've done and, and putting your pastor's voice first. Um, I think that's, man, I think that's crucial. Um, and having the intentionality of, of getting close to him too, and learning from him and, um, being able to receive no <laughs> as a, as a, uh, as an answer. Um, and knowing too, like that, that is preparation and he's sticking true to his word of, of, I'm going to help you get there to, to evangelizing. Um, but the path, the path to there <laughs> probably looks a little different than we would expect. And I know, I know for myself, I can definitely, uh, say that's that's true um, for me too and the path has looked very different <laughs> and it brings a lot of frustration at times but i think man that's that's good so kind of um segueing with that uh just sort of back to joseph so um and I'm, we have a lot of notes here um for those listening but and so i'm just i'm sort of trying to navigate those but also um I guess go with the flow as is our, <laughs> as is our mantra. Um, and so in, in thinking of, of Joseph, uh, probably one of my favorite st stories in the Bible, um, as I'm sure is many. And also it's been probably one of the most like, uh, relevant stories for myself, uh, since probably since I've been out of Bible college the last two years, uh, is it only two? Yeah, two years. Um, just some key things, key words, and and ministry and times where it's it's continually come back to me. So um, I guess a, qu a question I have for you, and you you touched on it a little bit, but like in thinking of Joseph's life and the preparation um, for his promise, the the dreams that he had that he knew were from the Lord, those those things that were his his potential, like we're talking about. Um, with each stage at times, it, it seemed like no doubt that he was uh, probably going further from the favor of God uh, or from the plan of God. 
Um, no one who I'm sure who has a dream from the Lord expects to end up in a pit <laughs> and be put there by their brothers and not me. <laughs> right. And then, you know, to go into, then to go into a place of slavery, um, and earn the favor of, of man again, but then to end up in prison by false accusation and just each stage, we know the story, um, and of course, he he just continued to succeed because he uh, continued to allow those things to prepare him for the next thing, even without knowing for sure um, what the next thing is. So I guess my question uh, for you, and again, you kind of already touched on it. So if, if maybe you expound on it some, um, but what are some what are some more of the things uh, now that you're in the season and you're kind of having this understanding of um, okay, this is this is all preparation, uh, and it's not you know I'm not out of the will of God because I'm not evangelizing at the moment. Um, what are some key things that you have implemented or done or or, or doing um, in in being deliberate in your preparation uh, for what for the potential that you that you feel? Um, so for Joseph, you know he while he was in 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 that dungeon. He was um, interpreting dreams yeah. when there was only a couple of them in there. Not a whole crowd was seeing them, um, seeing what God was using him to do. Nobody was around, but he was still faithful mm -hmm. to do the things behind the scene. Um, and so for myself, preparation right now, I'm reading. I'm reading books um, to gain knowledge um, because, you know, stopping right there, God can only use you to minister um, according to what, you know, and so right. when that time comes that I, that my pastor's like, okay, I feel like you're ready to evangelize and doors start opening. If in this season that God's preparing me, I I'm not giving myself over to, um, reading, um, not only reading, uh, books, but reading the word, you know, I yeah. put that above anything else. Mm -hmm. Um, reading the word prayer, obviously fasting, you know, allowing myself to be in a position for God to speak to me. Um, because if I'm not, you know, if every aspect of my life, every arena of my life is not aligned with God for him to speak to me, it, my equilibrium in the spirit's going to be off. And, you know, what good is someone, uh, not, not that they're not good, but you know, someone that it, their equilibrium is off, they can't walk right, mm. you know? They're yeah. going to be walking around with their head, maybe, you know, sideways, yeah, you know, balanced. yeah, right. You know? Yeah. And so what good is it for me if I'm not giving everything to God, um, in this season of preparation? So, you know, reading the word, reading books, finding books, uh, on prayer, fasting, the prophetic, whatever I can get my hands on, uh, I'm, I'm trying to read right now. Um, and obviously, you know, I already touched on, you know, being close to my pastor um, is, is something that I, I'm using as preparation because my pastor, he's a, he's a young man. Uh, I think he's 40, going to turn 40. I hope if he listens to this, he doesn't rebuke me, uh, but you know, yeah, you know, but he, that's a young pastor, you know, but he's yeah. been through a lot in his life and in, and in his ministry. Um, he's opened up to the church about a lot of stuff that he's went through as a minister, you know, a bunch of hurt from other ministers, pastors yeah. that he was under, you know, and, and thank God that they have a great relationship now. But, you know, there even in his life, there was things he had to go through mm. to get to where he's at today. Yeah. And so I'm I'm. I wasn't perfect with this when I got straight home because I, I didn't really know him and I was kind of timid of him. Uh, right. So I kind of kept my distance, but now as the time's gone on, we've gotten a relationship. And so in my season of preparation, I'm getting as close to my pastor as I can. You know, if he asked me to go out with him, if he asked me to run an errand for him, if he asked me to go have lunch with him, whatever it is he asked me to do, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be there because yeah. anytime that I can be with my pastor, I know he's going to, uh, say something that can benefit me in my walk with God. Mm -hmm. Um, just because of everything he's been through, you know, and that's my shepherd, you know, he, he's the one that's looking out for my soul. And so if, you know, say a sheep is far out in, in, uh, in the pasture, 
and his shepherd is with the other sheep and, and he won't come over here. The other sheep won't come to the flock um, to be fed when it's feeding time. What's going to happen that either that sheep's going to die or that uh, shepherd's going to have to go out and get him. You know, yeah. but who wants to be a burden to their pastor to be so distant that he has to always come looking for you and whatnot. And mm, so those two things are one of the two of the main things that I'm doing right now to um, get ready, you know, for what God yeah. has whenever that time comes and, and, and avoiding, you know, paralysis in, yeah. in, in this yeah. season. So, man. That's awesome. So kind of a little, uh, I guess, rabbit trail here. We'll, we'll get back on topic. But is there any um, any specific books that you've found or that you're you're reading uh, currently that you would that you would kind of plug or, or reference right now? Oh man, uh, Revival Praying by Leonard Ravenhill. Great oh, book. That's a good one. Um, I found it. So our church has a in the foyer it has a bookshelf and they have a couple books and, and I was looking through them and I was like, man, why is this book here? You know, it looks like it'd be a good book. I've never read it. Yeah. And so I, I texted our, uh, one of the ministers on staff and I asked, was like, Hey, can I take this and read it? And he was like, yeah, sure. And so, um, <laughs> one thing that, uh, he says in there is prayer is the, the leading path to revival. And so, right. you know, obviously without prayer, you can do things on your own, but doing your doing something in the flesh uh, on your own accord and your own will, it's only going to get you so far. And so that's one of the books that have really have, have been challenging me lately. Um, I've been reading for about a week and a half. Um, and so that's I'm trying to take one. it slow um, mm -hmm. and, and digest it. Um, another one uh, by brother Eli Hernandez, I forgot the name of it, but there's mm -hmm. a, port, uh, a chapter in there on humility. Yeah. And that has just been, man, killing me, you know, yeah. it's been breaking me realizing that that humility is such an important factor in a minister's life. And mm -hmm. I would even say not even just the ministers, but in every single person's life, you know, whether right. you're in church or not, you yeah. know, being hum being humble will take you a lot of far ways in life. Yeah. Um, so those are the two books. Um, a good one. Is that, that one have um, been challenging? A world, a world beyond the stars. By Brother Hernandez. Is Brother that his Hernandez. most? Is that the book that he uh, released that his church was, released after he passed? Yeah. Okay. It's like then, pretty, yeah. Like real small, but and blue. Is it that one? I think it's a green cover. Oh, yeah. I know that one too. I can't remember the name either. <laughs> I have it here with me, bro. I have, I, that's another thing. I have so many books. I told you this before yeah. I yeah. pick up so many books and I don't read them and I'm trying to get in a habit of sticking to a book and finishing it. Um, yeah. and that's oh, one of the I books understand. I haven't finished, but you know, <laughs> that's a good yeah. one. I'll have to, cause I, I, I have that one too. So I'll, um, I'll at least try to remember to write down the title and put it in the description for, for anyone um, listening who's interested, because yeah, I would I would definitely uh, recommend that one too. Something and and this is not um, this isn't helped me necessarily read more, but just kind of on the 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 subject of books, um, something I've done this year new because I've gotten so many new books th just this year alone as well, uh, and I've so I've made I don't know if you can see it here, probably not, but essentially it's just a checklist of all yeah. of the new books um, that I have and, and the books that I want to get to. And so it's just a little bit of a better visual of what I want to get to than looking at them all on the bookshelf. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm such a, I'm such a checklist person anyway. So it's pretty cool. Once you check it off on here, then it, it like drops to the bottom of the list and just feel, uh, feel all accomplished. And, <laughs> and it kind of motivates me a little bit too, to, to work to get through the book just so i can check it off <laughs> yeah the book anyway. is called Main maintaining divine operation by okay. her brother her name is yeah yep. okay awesome yeah so anyone uh listening i would definitely i'd recommend that one too so 
maintaining divine operation. And that one is it's cool because he he um, was teaching the the youth group at at the church, and and it's like written it's written in a way like verbatim of the way that he spoke it, right? Um, yeah. And I, I found that pretty cool. Like you can hear him when you're reading it, you can literally hear him like saying saying every every word so yeah (laughs) it's like he's speaking straight to you (laughs) yeah yeah definitely so okay so that was just a quick little um but worthwhile (laughs) rabbit trail there (laughs) so two two great book uh, recommendations which just by chance i've i've happened to read both those two um and so i would i would second those recommendations (laughs) to anyone looking for books um so kind of circling back um, to to those things that you mentioned you're you're doing now in preparation and, and the books being one which uh, this year I've I've probably been reading more this year um, than ever besides maybe when I was in school which I didn't even read too much <laughs> when I was in school um, hopefully none of the professors listen um, but uh, then you also talked about um, you know, reading books. And then I thought it was so cool, like how you're, you're learning from, from your pastor and, and not only what he's doing now, but also some of the things that he has, has went through, um, and experienced. And I think that's huge following the, following the examples that have gone before us and, and hopefully trying to learn from things that they've went through so that we don't have to go through (laughs) those same things. And as, and as, uh, similar of a way so um so so follow-up question on that um you you talked about you know the consistency and and doing the things that you know to do and this one uh may be kind of difficult to to answer but I'll, i'll just throw it out there anyway um so regarding this um this potential that we're we're talking about uh besides those things that we've that we've already said what are some ways maybe looking forward or or even now um or some key things that you think are important uh for in a sense for unlocking uh that potential that that you know is is there inside of you Oh man, there's a couple things that come to mind when you say that. Um, obviously, there's some like practical things that you could do to uh, unlocking that potential. Um, say for myself, you know, in high school, I had middle school and high school. So seven years, I took a wood shop, and um, I had become really good with working with wood. We built dog houses, um, just little things. We ran electrical through it. And so, you know, I had these different things that I could bring to the table. But my senior year, I had um, tested out of the woodworking um, part of, of the class. So I couldn't take any more woodshop classes. And oh, so I was like, well, might as well take welding, you know. And yeah. so uh, my dad was a welder for a little bit in his in his in his uh, in his life. Um in his younger ages and so I was like hey you know maybe it's something I could follow you know my dad was a good welder and honestly the first time I, I laid a um a line down bro it was it was great you know my my teacher was impressed oh, wow. and I started thinking the other day I was like man that was like I had potential in that you yeah. know <laughs> but I didn't pursue it mm, um right that one year Uh, of my senior year in high school, I gave everything to it. You know, Uh, I would stay after a little bit. My mom worked in the office. And so I would stay after some days to just practice a little more of of the welding. And by the end of the year, my teacher was like, Hey, there's this uh, competition coming up. I want you to go to it. You know, you do great. Um, But I say all that to say this, you know, whatever, you know, you feel that you have potential in, in order to unlock it, you've got to give it everything. Yeah. You know, you can't just allow it to be something in your mind, but you've got to, whatever it takes, whether it's, you know, you know, there's a quote, the slow, slow and steady wins the race. You don't (laughs) have to go, you know, say for me, I didn't have to become a great welder in two days. I knew it was going to take time. And so I just gave 
every time I went into class, I would, you know, try and practice. I would do whatever I can to become better. Um, but saying that, you know, practice makes perfect. Um, and so unlocking that, you've got to give whatever that, it, that area of your life, you know, it is, whether it's something you're doing for God or, or it's at your work, you've got to give it everything. And so unlocking um, potential, you've got to have passion. Um, for that right. thing that you feel um, can be unlocked in your life. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I, I see that being the case for sure. And just as you're talking about some of those, uh, those, those skills that you, that you were involved in, it makes me think um, back across my life different because I, I feel like I've always been sort of a, a jack of all trades and, <laughs> but never mastering any, any one thing yeah. as the saying kind of goes. Uh, which is is cool in in some sense, like having a little bit of knowledge and and a broad amount of things. Um, but but getting to to that point where you hone in on on this one thing that you decide, okay, this is what I'm gonna be be passionate about and and pursue the the pursuit um, and the diligence. There is is real crucial and even even just this morning i uh was doing a, a keyword search and scripture on the word um diligence and a bunch of scriptures in, in proverbs and even psalms that talk about the difference between diligence and slothfulness and how the diligent one is going to be one that uh has promotion and and has uh and has increase in in their wealth and the things that they pursue and the opposite of that is uh is not <laughs> they're going to be poor and so i think you, you you said it even at the beginning earlier when it comes to potential how it not only applies to in the spiritual but um and i think it i think that's true but i think it, because it's a spiritual principle i think regardless of whether someone's doing it in a spiritual sense a spiritual principle so it's going to it's going to apply in the natural too yeah um and so i just kind of um speaking to to where you are are now um and it's funny because this this points back to to joseph again and once and we would maybe use the term once his potential was realized um and he he received that that promotion um <clears throat> You know, then he he was he was put in the place of, of second in command, and and it seems like okay, this is what it's all uh, all been for, all been um, all been leading up to. Uh, I guess um, speaking to you, what are some things that you've maybe recently seen where um, you realize okay, maybe this area is is the pit, or this area is the the dungeon. Um, but but this area too, even if it's a small thing, is is maybe the promotion or, or a form of of the promotion. Have you have you seen in in you know kind of your current um, season some of those those real stages? Um, yes, I have. Before I go into that, there's a quote by Albert Einstein. I'm sure we some of us heard it goes like this the future is an unknown but a somewhat somewhat predictable unknown to look to the future we must first look back upon the past that is where the seeds of the future were planted and mm. so you know looking at my life right now where i'm at and, and the things that god are, is doing in my life right now I, I had to look back over the past year and and see what god was doing in my life then in those seasons of frustration yeah. um because if i'm honest you know coming out of bible college like i said i thought i was ready and then you know i i realized that i wasn't because there were some things that god was still working on mm -hmm. inside of me and taking out and planning you know and um some of those seasons i got frustrated in and i i wanted to quit some of the times like man god you know, I feel like I'm giving everything and nothing's happening, you know. And one of the times that, that I can look back on um, is when I first came home, when my pastor, when I met my pastor, you know, obviously we talked. And um, I think I preached and teach probably a good 
five or six times um, in in two months. And I was like, okay, you know, I'm getting used to this, you know, yeah. this is probably, you know, I'm fresh from Bible college. My pastor's probably going to want to use me, you know, and suddenly it stopped and there was <laughs> no ministry. Right. There was nothing. It was mm. just me and God, you know, God breaking me. And I felt like I was just in that pit, you know, yeah. um, I felt like I was alone. I didn't feel like sometimes I didn't feel like God was even talking. Um, I was reading the word and and I was like, okay, God, you know, a, a lot of people say they can't hear your voice, but it's because they're not reading the word, but I'm reading your word and I'm not hearing anything, you know, it's yeah. just, I yeah. could hear a cricket, you know? <laughs> and, um, so I can look back and, you know, that season of silence where God was just silent in my life, um, was very ordained by God because in that season I had to realize that I, I don't do this for a reaction from God. You know, I'm doing this because this is, this is a commandment for one, for one. And, you know, this is, this is a, nothing compared to what God did for me when he went to Calvary, you know, took the whips on his back and, and they mocked him. They gave him a vinegar to drink you know, and that he hung there gasping for air. And, and I realized that during that season of, of being, of it being silent and I was getting frustrated that what I do in, in, in my private life in my prayer life is more important to God than me grabbing a mic and speaking the word of God. Yeah. So I had to realize in that season of frustration and silence that relationship with God is so much more than we even think it is, you know, mm -hmm. we can get so caught up in, in the, the ministry that we forget about our relationship with God. And so, yeah, you know, that season of life, I, I look back today and I thank God for it because without it, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now yeah. um, with what God's doing. That's good. Yeah. That's so true. You, you, you can always, can always so quickly lose sight of of the fact that there's there's purpose it's kind of a cliche saying but there's purpose in the process <laughs> and for joseph and even sometimes for us it feels like the the pit and the prison is is pointless um but then it's it's always kind of funny too because and, and i actually just experienced this recently um with an area of of promotion uh kind of the we could say the realization of potential um which what's funny is we've been preparing for this topic and just yesterday uh an individual on my job uh, made a statement to me and uh the statement within that statement about me they said something uh regarding untapped potential <laughs> and i was i just kind of chuckled reading that like man you know that's that's exactly what i've been thinking about and what what we're talking about and planning for and um so i've seen this area of of promotion and it's in this 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 field um of something i'm really passionate about and it, it just caused me to have flashbacks of so much of my life where I've been doing things thinking it's only because I enjoyed it or only to, you know, be creative or whatever. And then it was like in a moment of transition and the timing of God aligning, uh, with where I'm at, uh, he caused me to realize every single thing as, as small as it may have been was, it was, uh, preparation and, again, it's, it's kind of a smaller thing to me because it's a secular job. Um, but <laughs> it makes me realize God cares about, uh, about that as, as well and, and uses it for part of his plan. So, yeah, you know, you said something about your, you know, looking back and you, you've always had that passion for it. Um, passion won't let you live in the past, you know? And so, you know, with your promotion, you had that passion a long time ago. And, you know, you look back and you realize that passion was there. And so that passion was, is what really drove you to apply for something new. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, potential is a thing that allows you to live in the past. Potential doesn't want you uh, uh, to really, you know, break out. 
That's mm-hmm. why we've got to break out of it. You know, potential isn't going to do that on its own. It's got to be something that we desire. And so I think that where there, where there is desire, there's going to be a passion and where mm-hmm. there's passion, there's going to be growth. Right. That's good. That's so good. Well, this has been a, this has been a great um, conversation on this, on this topic. I, I just realized that my uh, little recording tool here doesn't isn't showing me <laughs> length of time anymore <laughs> so i don't know how long we've been uh been going but uh as we as we kind of begin to uh wrap up here um i, w- I want to to give you the opportunity um just you know whether it's it's to and i this is one of the reasons so it, it always becomes um a time of reflecting for me when it gets to graduation season and especially when it's uh, still friends of ours at at school who are who are graduating, and uh, you know, I always get get real sentimental and thinking about that season, and um, and but then it, it's always kind of like a new group that I realize, okay, now they're coming into they're coming into my season now, <laughs> and so having the uh, having the awareness and the sensitivity to uh, to be able to you know, help them with the things that I've experienced, um, if, if possible in any way, like I want to, you know, I want to be available, uh, and, and be, be there as a support, like, Hey, it's not going to be, it's not going to be all easy and, and, uh, all, all roses, uh, once, once you come into this new season, but like you talked about with your pastor, there's, there's always someone there who's experienced something similar, uh, that we can, relate with and and that will help us in in support um so just kind of get, turning it to you in 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 closing here um what for for people whether again whether it's friends of ours coming out of, of school or anyone who who may listen to this uh who's in a, a season of uh, maybe not yet at that point of of promotion or the realization of, of potential, um, what would be some, some words of, of encouragement, uh, that you would give and just some things, uh, to kind of close this out of, of encouragement and, and support, uh, or direction that you would, you would provide. Um, man, that, you know, you saying you have like memories of graduating, <laughs> you know, all, some of our friends are graduating next week. And so right. I like right now I'm kind of reliving, you know, it was just a year ago and I was trying to figure things out. What am I going to do? You know, what, you know, what is, when are the doors going to open? And so if I could just say like something to them, my friends, whoever listens to this, whether you're graduating secular college, Bible college, high school, whatever you're doing, like entering this next season of your life, be willing to submit to your pastor, be willing to listen to your pastor, be willing to be there for your pastor. Um, learn to be a servant, learn to yeah. learn to hear the word. No, don't get mad when, you know, the pastor says no. Something else that I would say to them is whatever you feel called to do, become passionate about it. Don't, don't just be passionate on Sundays and Wednesdays when you're at church in the altar, working the altars, but be passionate about it on Sundays, uh, Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, be passionate about it seven days a week, whatever you can do to better yourself, uh, and, and align yourself with God, align yourself with him so that God can speak to you. So God can pull things from you. Uh, because believe it or not, uh, we may not ever be ready to step into something, but we can always, always align ourselves with God so he can pull and he can plant so he can pull and he can plant no matter yeah. if you become an evangelist right after, no matter if you become an assistant pastor right after, if you do, this still applies to you. You right. still got to align yourself with God so that he can plant and he can pull because we can always become better and ending uh, this conversation and tagging along with that but on the opposite end what happens if you don't do those things um we can look at the story of joseph look at his brothers 
Mm. Um, um, they, they lived in Shechem and, you know, that was, that's the land of blessing. You know, that, that was land that was given to Israel, you know, later on. Um, but why did his brothers wander off from Shechem looking for another pasture for the sheep? Mm. That those sheep had everything they needed. Their dad, Jacob, wasn't some ignorant man that was like, okay, we're going to plant right here. We're going to live right here, but we're not going to have pasture for our sheep. We're not going to have grass for our sheep. We're not going to have water. He had everything. The father had everything that they needed right there. But those brothers became jealous and they, they didn't realize that they had potential themselves. They wanted to ruin somebody else's potential joseph wow and so they, they became so jealous over joseph which caused them to do things that they shouldn't have done they yeah. wandered off to dothan that's mm. a hillside i don't know if you guys know that but that's a hillside uh, it's dry land it doesn't have much to offer mm. sheep have no business living there right wow had joseph's brothers realize their own potential and align themselves with their own father. No matter if Joseph was supposed to become uh, uh, whatever he was going to do in life, they had no business ruining that because God could have done something else with them. Mm. But they became so jealous and, and they couldn't hear the own words of their father that they wandered off to Dothan. And I heard a minister say this, uh, that he was looking up the, the definition of Dothan and it wouldn't come up. There wouldn't, there wasn't a definition. And he, he said, this sermon won't be finished until I have a definition for Dothan. And it, he was like, it was a check in his spirit that God was like, don't you see it? Dothan, there's no meaning for Dothan. Wow. <laughs> if you don't align yourself with God, if you don't align yourself with your pastor, and get those things out of out of your heart that you don't even realize are there right now entering this next season, you're going to end up in Dothan. You're going to mm. ruin the will of God for your life. And not only for your own life, but you're going to ruin the will of God for your brothers, your sisters, your mom, your dad. You're going to end up in a land that's so dry that you're going to die there. And so if I could say anything to anyone listening... Whether you're graduating, going into your summer at COC, it can get lonely, but allow your pastor to be that voice in your life and allow God to speak and still continue to plant and pull, plant and pull. And so that would be my thing for, for graduates um, entering the season of life. Don't become Joseph's brothers and end up in Dothan.